Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis, Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And we're here to tell you the truth. And this is a TriCast. We're broadcasting out of WABC 770 Studios and... Uh, we're also broadcasting on 970 AM, The Answer, and WLIR. And in the studio, we have a common-sense Democrat, Judge Richard Weinberg, two common-sense Republicans. Well, I am. I don't yeah. know about common well, well, let me tell you. How come no Republicans work on a Friday? On a Friday, we only had common-sense Democrats. My, I mean, union, I my union won't allow me to work Friday oh, afternoon. God. We have uh, Congressman Peter King and former Chief of Staff, Chief Carbonetti. How are you, John? Good. Good to be here, John. And my sidekick on my right, we have Lydia Serrani. How are you, Lydia? I'm doing well, sir. It's We've the got... beginning of a new week. Absolutely. We have a great powerhouse type of show for us once again to start off the week with a bang. We've got Tom Homan. He's a former ICE director. He's going to talk to us about the border crisis. 23 illegals, uh, illegal terrorists were caught trying to cross the border, and God only knows how many got away. Senator Alphonse D'Amato, John Chachis will be talking to us. He's a media investment banker about Elon Musk and more. And what what Twitter, the heck is going on with uh, Elon? Yeah. And what Twitter means for the election for democracy, which is at stake. Dr. Peter Mikulos will talk to us a about new miracle. a miracle on restoring sight to the blind regarding retina replacement surgery. But first on the line, it's Monday, so you know you got Bill O'Reilly. He's a prolific author. He's a journalist. He's a TV anchor. He's a historian, most of all, brilliant guy, and tells it like it is. And is uh, what's your latest book? What, just 19 million so far? 19 million killing, killing the killers is out when, sir? May 3rd, Killing the Killers, the untold secret story about how the terrorists are being taken down. So we are very optimistic, big advance sale on it so far. It'll be out May 3rd. You can pre-order everywhere, including BillOReilly.com. Thanks for mentioning it. Lydia? Absolutely. So tell us what the heck, as John would say, what the heck is going on? There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's Holy Week for the Orthodox Christians, and John is one of them. Um, And I uh, spent a lot of time tonight on the 9 o'clock program, Common Sense, on the fact that the Russian Orthodox Church, 101 million members, 90% of the population in Russia, are backing Putin. Wow. Uh, yep, Kirill, the patriarch. Uh, it's okay with him, what Putin is doing. And that really hurts Christianity all over the planet, because it's impossible to justify in any way what Putin is doing. And once you have the head of a powerful Christian organization, the Russian Orthodox Church, doing that, the rest of Christianity loses credibility, and I think it's a big story that has been underreported. That's incredible. Well, you know, uh, you, you wonder. You, you know, I represent the the patriarch in Constantinople, and the facts are there: the Pope in the Vatican 
is the absolute emperor of Catholicism. All the all the um, uh, uh, all the metropolitans, all the cardinals report to him, with, and the Pope has absolute power. The equal standing in Christianity uh, is the patriarch in Constantinople, but he has a different title. The title is the first among equals. What does that mean? It means well, that—I'm going to oh, tell you what ahead. it means. Yeah, There's 14 patriarchs representing different countries. Right. And he is the first among equals, which is not necessarily being an emperor, uh, uh, absolute power with the, uh, like the pope is. Mm-hmm. And when the patriarch—and I represent him uh, in religious freedom in the world— and when the patriarch called about two years ago, called for a meeting of the 14 patriarchs, then uh, the two people that didn't show up are the Moscow patriarch, because he's loyal to uh, Putin. Right. And, and the, uh, one more, I think, I'm, I don't remember, I think it might have been Bulgaria, whatever else is loyal to the Moscow patriarch. So 12 patriarchs showed up for the meeting, the two that are loyal to Moscow. And I've been involved in other situations where the, where the Russian government, Putin, is trying to put influence on the uh, Turkish government to take the uh, patriarch of Moscow and remove the Greek patriarch out of Constantinople or Istanbul and make the uh, Russian guy emperor. So yeah, there's a lot the, of politics. Uh, leader has condemned the uh, invasion of Ukraine, and so has Pope Francis. Um, Interestingly enough, most Ukrainians are Orthodox Christian as well. Well, the Ukrainian Ukrainian patriarch has pledged allegiance to the Constantinople patriarch and And not the the Moscow patriarch. Right. So, I mean, the, the big overarch is here that Putin couldn't do what he's doing without the assent of the uh, patriarch in Moscow. Kirill is his name. Yes. Because if Kirill condemned Putin, the Russian people would turn against Putin. This is how powerful these guys are. And Americans don't know this. Because right now in America, 30% of our population has no religion at all. They've just thrown it out the window. And most of Gen X or Gen Z, whatever they call themselves now, are in that category. And that's not heading us into a good direction, by the way. Understood. And uh, I, I wish these people would make peace and get it over with. I mean, it, it's well, quite a mess. And the fact is, uh, Moscow tried to do it uh, back in 20, 25 years ago, and I got President Clinton involved at that time to, to, to tell the Russians to back off at the Patriarch. But now Putin doesn't have anything to lose other than his own people. Uh, and he thinks he has control over them um, by the military and the secret police. And, so and the Russian patriarch could have control over the Christians because, God forbid, one of them says, I'm not going to support Putin. No, well, Putin will take care of that. But, I mean, look, this makes Christianity hollow because does anybody on the planet, including the Kirill, think that Jesus would approve of this? If Jesus were alive or comes back down, well, how about the Hollywood? Yeah, that's okay. Go ahead, go go slaughter civilians to bomb their cities for no reason. How about I the mean, Holy Wars? Who the Holy Wars? Yeah, but I mean, look, we live in a in a world now that's getting to be very complicated in, in a number of different ways, and I don't think Americans really understand 
um, the big picture, and that's why I'm in business. That's why I do what I do to kind of link everything in. So if America becomes any more secular, if we get up to 40, 50 percent of people just have no um, religious basis at all, they just don't believe in Judeo-Christian tradition, which our Constitution is founded on, we're going to see big cracks here, huge cracks. And you're already seeing it in the uh, criminal justice system where now um, people like Bragg, the attorney, the district attorney of Manhattan, they, they don't feel that people breaking lesser laws should be punished. They're okay. You know, if you want to pickpocket somebody, you want to take their wallet and, you know, go ahead. We're not going to do anything to you. This is the beginning of an anarchistic state. And, and America's really got to link some dots up here because um, it's coming pretty fast. You know, I think, uh, Bill O'Reilly, that the radical left, because I don't want to say Democrats, I think this, ra- this small portion of radicals, I think they do have a religion. It's now the environment, right? They always talk about the environment and, of course, the almighty dollar. That's- yeah, but that, that's done now for a while. The climate change people, I mean, Biden on holy, but on that's Good the Friday, very fuels. late. Yeah. yeah, very late in the day on Good Friday, Biden sneaks out that he's not going to allow Drilling for oil on foreign land, on foreign uh, holding, foreign, on um, federal holdings. And I, I mean, I'm sitting there, you know, everybody's off Good Friday and everybody's doing preparing for Easter or whatever they do in their religious life. And all of a sudden Biden drops this. Oh, oh now I'm going to let federal drilling go on. That's huge. That's right in your face to all the climate people. And he had to do it. Because of the uh, massacre that's shaping up in November. Well, he must be listening to our show, Bill, because that's the only thing I keep saying all day long. John, wanna, he, wouldn't, he, he wouldn't be able to understand the show. Well, you're right. It's you too, know, uh, he, uh, did you see the Easter Bunny kind of yes. co-opted? Yes, oh, I've tweeted fun. about it. The Easter Bunny was more astute than the President of the United right. States and had to guide him. And then did you see that the First Lady had to tell him when or when not to wave? She said, you know, now you can wave. Now it's a very wave. funny video. It's quick. It's scary. But the Easter Bunny, for those of you who didn't see it, um, he's asked a question by a member of the press about Afghanistan. And the Easter Bunny grabs and goes, no, 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 you got to come over here. And there, and there Biden goes. But here's the story, that, another story caught my attention, the Biden tax returns and the Kamala Harris tax returns. Did you see this story? Yes. No, I, I, no, I missed it. Yes, I saw it. Oh, this is big. Mm-hmm. So uh, Biden uh, and Harris release their tax returns, and they don't give any money to charity. Yeah. Um, the uh, Kamala Harris and her very, husband very, very, made $1.6 million in 2021. They gave 1.2% to charity. The Bidens made more than $600,000, and they gave 3% to charity. Now, that's historical for Joe Biden. He never gives money to charity. But here's the importance of this, despite the not paying their fair share mantra on the left, which is so hollow, it's ridiculous. But there isn't anything in Biden's tax return now or for the past six or seven years that indicated he got any money from Hunter. (laughs) Think about this. Mm -hmm. So if Hunter Biden is indicted by federal authorities and somehow it gets into the record that Joe Biden did benefit financially from Hunter Biden's $8 million, you know, spree from foreign nations or whatever it was, that's a slam dunk 
tax evasion case. Well, they, they have to bring back, uh, what was her name from the IRS? Lois Lerner? Lerner. <laughs> Lois Lerner. They got to bring back Spiro Agnew. <laughs> That's exactly the same thing that got him to plea nolo contendere, Latin for no contest, when he was taking bribes as governor of Maryland and vice president. And he got booted. He didn't get jail time. But anyway, I thought that was really interesting because all you hear from these people is, oh, you've got to pay your fair share. Well, wait a minute, Kamala. 1.6 mil and you give 1% to charity? Oh, whoa, what's going on here? And then the U.S. government had record um, tax receipts from the working class people for the first six months of this fiscal year. More than $2 trillion poured in. And then Biden goes out and says, oh, no, we're not taxing anybody who makes um, less than whatever the figure he throws out. 400000 Yeah, you're taxing everybody or else you wouldn't have record tax receipts. You see, it doesn't make any sense. So one by one, you could just knock this progressive garbage down one at a time. And that's how it should be done. Not with hysteria and hyperbola and not, um, you know, I don't know how many conservatives have already convicted Joe Biden of getting money from his son. That's not right. That's not right. We don't have that evidence yet. But if it ever comes forward, he can be arrested that day for tax evasion. Well, that's how they they got Al Capone, right? If he paid his expenses, even if you're saying it's not income, it's still a gift. And where's the gift report? That's right. Where's the gift you report? You have to declare anything over than t- over twelve thousand dollars, okay, to the IRS. So if you get a gift from somebody more than twelve thousand, you have to declare it. So anyway, all of this is just fascinating because the the corporate media ignored every part of this. It ignores the Russian Orthodox supporting Putin. It ignores the tax returns. It ignores the Easter Bunny guy guiding Biden away. You not you just that that's why WABC and I, I've said this before and it's not I'm not kissing anybody's butt, but if you don't get honest reporting on the corporate media, you have to turn local for it. You have to, or you're just not gonna know what's happening. And that is exactly the situation we all find ourselves in. Bill O'Reilly, could you imagine if that Brooklyn subway shooter had been a white supremacist, a Donald Trump supporter? He'd still be plastered on every single TV screen, but it, it went away. Yeah, you would just be like in that. solitary confinement. It just sure. went away. Well, that story, you know, was interesting to me because it took me and my staff three hours to find out what color the man was. Exactly. What police that, commissioner that, said right away. Well, no one reported it. Yeah. No, but the you knew it. She right. said it. And, nobody and the media reported. Nobody reported. reported. And when nobody, when the media doesn't yes. report it, that's how you know he's black. And what about the comment by she the professor it. in Boston, Boston University, I guess it was, who said that uh, the Republican Party is a party of white supremacy? Well, Where's the reaction alum. to that? I'm an alum, right, of Boston U. I have a master's degree from broadcast journalism from there. And Kendi, who they're paying a bloody fortune to, I mean. He says the whole Republican Party is based on white supremacy. So he's demonizing 45% of the entire population as being sympathetic or active white supremacists. Now, if he had said that about the Democratic Party and the progressive movement, do you think Kendi would be working at Boston University? It's scary. 
It really is scary because these kids' minds, they're so malleable. They're like play, and they're getting brainwashed. You bet. I just wrote an article, I read an article today about a former <clears throat> TV writer for Disney who wrote a long article, and you can access it on realclearpolitics.com, about how Disney has been inserting propaganda for children into the television and movies now for years, trying to get kids to be aware of their quote-unquote sexuality. It's, it's frightening. It, it, I'm reading this article. This is by somebody who actually worked for the company, who was working on the shows and movies. And they were doing this, and the person goes, this is insane. And, you know, that's little kids. And now you take it up to the college kids who, as you just pointed out, rightly, Lydia, very, very few have known anything. Then they get this propagandized stuff. Kendi's a hero. Yeah, he's right. Don't be a Republican. You're a white supremacist. B- that's Bill, crazy. if that's an orchestrated event, how is the FCC not investigating something like that? Because it's, it's a whistleblower. In a very, very sly way. But, okay? but still, if it's orchestrated... Right, well, and, and there's management. documentation somewhere. But but look, didn't you hear the head of Disney Television Programming say last year that she was rejecting scripts from white men, even though they were brilliant? And the FCC does nothing about it. Because the government agencies don't do anything across the board. I've been pounding the JetBlue collapse for the last three weeks. Easter, Easter weekend, Good Friday. Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday, JetBlue, almost half of their flights were late. Half. What is Pete Buttigieg doing about it? Nothing. Give me one, one government agency under Biden that takes an act of representation to protect the consumer. Give me one. Can't. Yeah, that's all they talk about. Consumer protection, consumer, but they do nothing. One, one, since we're in Massachusetts, Bill, did you hear about the parents of middle school children? One is 11, the other is 12. They're suing a school district because the two children, they have gender dysphoria. One says she, she's transgender. The other says genderqueer or something like that. And so the parents told the school, listen, we know our kids have issues. We're dealing with it. We have medical professionals. Please do not discuss any kind of gender identity politics with our 11 and 12 year olds anymore. Guess what? The school kept doing it, using the preferred pronouns and everything and even writing an email and accidentally CCing the parents saying, don't tell the parents we had this discussion. Well, it seems to me that's a pretty powerful lawsuit against that school district. The Ludlow School District. So, I mean, this is some scary stuff that's going on in the classroom that you have teachers that think they know better than the parents. And, John, I know you experienced something like this, too, with AJ when they were giving the kids well, back in the my day. Daughter, when my daughter was in the fifth grade, I was on the board of directors of Hewitt, the school, and they tried to give my daughter, what was that? Uh, Mar- uh, Redolin? Was it Redolin? Redolin. And I said, no way. And the other kids that they forced uh, forced on, on uh, in the fifth grade when my daughter was there, Redolin, they ended up being space cadets. They walk around with a smile on their face, looking at the sky. It's terrible. Yeah, it's really scary. The, these, I was there. Here's a fact. I remember. I well, told us that story. Bill O'Reilly is on Monday through Friday on WABC seven seventy on your dial or WABCRadio.com or BillO'Reilly.com, uh, and the, the number one show at night. Uh, from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock on WABC. Thank you, Bill O'Reilly, and uh, God bless you, and thank you for telling the truth to the American people. 
No, guys, stay strong. Thanks for having me. Okay. And uh, let's take a break, and we're going to come back. with. Tell us who we're going to come back with. Tom Homan, he's a former ICE director, and I'm sure you didn't also see this on the mainstream media. 23 illegal migrants were on the terror watch list. They were busted, and there's a lot more coming. We'll be right back.